0: Hello 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 everyone welcome back to another week of am i worthy hello 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 this is your first time tuning in or you're regular but you have not pressed that subscribe button press subscribe now subscribe 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 it's within Luke 12 15 when Jesus spoke to them take care and be on your guard against all covetousness for one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions he said is so clear and straight cut now you may be wondering what does covetousness mean right covetousness it means to have an excessive or eager desire for worldly possessions this can come in the form of money this can come from a can come in the form of cars or whatever this is right but most of most of the time it goes down to money so be on your guard when you start to get this tremble of oh i have to have this real estate property i have to have this investment oh this stock market needs to do whatever i want it to do right and this becomes the core of your life before god that's covetous it's literally that simple that's it right there So be on guard against this. And if you have been doing this, repent. Ask God for forgiveness of your sins. And also just forgive you. And with the second half of this sentence, for one's life does not consist in abundance of his possessions. If we are being stewards, right? You want to learn how to be a good steward of God's wealth? First point is you got to seek God first. Matthew 633. And I just posted a video and I had had said this. Seek first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, and then all these things will be added unto you. Correct? So if all these things are added unto us after, that means these things are after God. So whether it's my health, whether it's my wealth or whatever it is, it has to come after God. I have to desire more than desire God more than I desire, whatever I want to happen within my life. And I, I'm a person, I'm 22 years old, right? And I ain't got kids. I ain't got no man. Hello. yet. Well, also, I know that if I'm seeking God now and I'm seeking Him above uh, real estate, I'm seeking Him above this and that. Right? By the time these things come, I'm going. I'm, I'm still going to seek God. I am because I know where my roots are. My roots are within Christ. My roots are not in having an abundance of possessions. Which, yeah, God blesses you with the fruits of your labor. Yes, He does. But I have said this in the past episode. The fruits of your labor is not the reason why we serve or why we steward over God's wealth. We do it to please God. We do it to bring glory to the Father because we brought nothing into this earth. Like when we go go down to 21, when it says, so is the one who lays up treasure for himself. And it's not rich towards God. We lay up all these treasures within the earth. We get to the end of our life. We're not taking any of that stuff out. We ain't taking none of that stuff out. And so if we aren't taking any of this stuff out, why are we trying to hoard? Why are we trying to hoard? Second point of being a good steward of God's wealth. You have to want to serve God and you have to take action to this. Mm, come on. We have to want to serve God and take action to this. Mm. God is so strategic about the desires he's placed in our heart because there's difference between a godly desire versus versus a manly desire. Human desire doesn't bring glory to God at all, whereas a godly desire does because he's planted within our heart. So, for instance, there's a certain group of people that uh, I like. God's just been re- revealing to me that He's called me to, and now I realize that I have want, I have to want to serve God because when I want to serve God, it's going to relay into how I serve these people that He's called me to, like this certain group, and it looks different for every single person within um, uh, within within the New Testament when Paul was talking about. When Peter was like, oh, like the type of group that I'm called to is not the type of group as this other disciple, right? We, God has given us all different desires and it's not for you to say, oh, I'm stewarding over the people that God has me going to over this group. No, it's just different. The fruit looks different for every single person. But if it's God, it's going to bear fruit. Remember that. So when you're certain, so when you have this desire, you build it up, right? Take action to it join a nonprofit. start the non-profit start to maybe give back within your business because you've been hoarding money for about 15 years now and God's been calling, calling, knocking, knocking for you to go to uh, neighborhoods like just ride a bike with someone who isn't raised in the same neighborhood ride a bike with someone who's raised in the hood because you was raised in this two-story home in this nice neighborhood it's simple acts like this this is how we steward over God's wealth right through giving back Through giving back, tithing, 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 y'all. Tithe, let me tell you something. You know, y'all, the more that God has grown within me, the more that God has done with whether I'm not even just talking about finances, finances are part of what I'm talking about. But I realized in that, the more and more I've given, because I give what God tells me to give, I don't give based on man, I give based on God because I serve God before I serve anybody else. The more and more that I serve God and the more that I've given back, I've seen him do so much more that even blows my mind. Like last week I talked about Ephesians 4 that God will do abundantly and significantly more you can imagine. I have seen this within my life, but it has come after me stewarding. It has come after me stewarding. So steward over that. And final point is that you want to steward over God the wealth that God has given you, is you need to manage your finances. You need to manage it. Let's go back to this scripture within 16. The land of the rich man produced plentifully, then he thought to himself, What shall I do? For I have nowhere to store my crops. Hmm, so he had all these crops, right? And he said, oh, I have nowhere to store them. He didn't ask God, what do you want me to do with these extra finances? What do you want me to do with this extra check? Should I invest it? Should I do this and that? Invest back into the community. Investments is not just always a stock market. Okay? Because that's okay. And uh, within 18, and he said, I will do this. I will tear down my barns and build larger ones. And then I'll store all my grain there in my goods. Mm, and then he said, I will say to my soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. So relax, eat, drink and be merry. But now when he said that, God said to him, "Full this night, your soul is required of you and the things you have prepared. What would they be if you got to mm, let's talk about this? You don't know when your last day is on earth going to be if your last day on earth was tomorrow. Could you say that I've given I've given all or whatever god has told me to do i've given it and i've given it fully i'm not just talking about uh, our american perspective of giving oh my goodness we sometimes i think we think like oh my giving means giving something i don't want true mm, this can be a sermon one day true giving is giving something that is okay oh i want this for instance right I used to think, or even growing up, I thought, oh, when I get something, some clothes on my closet, of goodwill that I don't wear anymore, that's giving. True giving, true, true giving, right? Like, kind of, for instance, sacrifice It's when I have this one piece, this one bag in my closet. That maybe I wear all the time, but God tells me give it up. I just do it freely because I want to serve God. And I am I didn't bring this bag into this earth. I'm not going to take it out. That's true giving When you get to that level of giving, that's being a real steward, right? When you give something that you want. Like even um uh oh like even for instance like end of summer, right? Um I had clothes from winter that God was telling me to give away. From winter, right? Winter is coming up. I could have been like this man, oh, let me store up everything, right? But he said give this up, give this up. I said, "Okay." You know, the more and I promise you, the more and more that you give, it's just like the habit of doing something. The more and more you give and you give something away that you don't want to give, then uh, it just stores up something. So just that's true giving. You want to steward, give, give, give your time, give your time, let. Y'all, y'all don't even know when you give your time to something that God is a golly desire, or that's a person, it's a people, whatever. This and that. And for me personally, I say give your time to something that you haven't seen before. Your person. You've been raised in this middle class neighborhood all your life. How about you talk to someone who's been outside of your neighborhood? Or maybe you were a person on the other side and you've been raised in the hood. You've been raised on Section 8 and this and that. How about you talk to someone who's another race of you or someone who looks like they have it all. But the more and more you realize how, oh, this money is not suiting them. How about you talk to this person? Talk to someone from a different life perspective because it's going to change your life perspective because you're going to realize how, Wow, I've been looking at life from my own perspective. Wow, there are black people who go through things. Wow, there are white people who go through things. You're going to start to realize life from a new perspective. And that's knowledge. Mm, Come on. So be humble, be humble. And also manage your finances manage your finances I understand we're in COVID-19 it looks different this and that which if you have to do find new opportunities you have to switch a job do it take the risk take the risk now do it manage your finances for instance do you have a budget how do you manage your time for instance me I personally don't believe in balance I just I just I just don't I just I just don't I don't think there's ever going to be a part of life that reached where it's like, oh, everything is balanced and it's perfect. No, God does. Uh, God is not a safe God. When when God sent um his only his one and only Son to Earth to live for and die for us, right? He went. He did this so he could go up on the cross and die for our sins. Do you think that that is just safe and that makes um like human sense? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. God ain't supposed to make human sense. He's God. He's Lord. So manage your finances, manage your finances, because you don't know what's upcoming, right? When, uh, within our society, we have different, like even COVID-19, we have a possible recession coming. You can look at all the data, you can look at all the data or this and that, like there's a possible recession coming, right? And so when we see this, are we doing, are we managing, are we managing our finances from a place of fear or are we managing our finances from a place of okay I'll be progressive even if you're a person mm, you're raised in the same, time, same town all your life and you just feel like I could not ne- I can never be wealthy or I could never be this and that your words have power your words have power I'm telling you your words have power so be careful what you speak about yourself and also you want to build generational wealth for your family and this and that right how are you managing your finances? And this can start with something as simple as a budget. So I'll give you my budget really quickly. So maybe I'll put this in the comment section. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I'll give you, I'll, for instance, I'll give you the budget that I follow. Now, this looks different. Um, certain parts of this looks different depending on the season of the year. But for the most part, this is the basic. So fixed cost this is anything that is kind of basically uh like a just a bill or like a necessity of life for instance netflix is not in this section y'all okay okay disney plus is not in this section okay 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 so number one is fixed costs write this down if you don't have a budget just write this down or if you want to look at budgeting from a different perspective write this down number one within my budget is fixed costs so this is rent this is utilities this is uh like if i have if i have to pay like a car payment or something like that it will go within this section right fixed costs that's 65 percent of my finances 65 percent 65 percent number two is investments Number three is savings, and you'll understand why I put investments before savings. Number three is investments, and this is fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. Now for you, this could look like four hundred one k. This could look like Roth Roth IRA. You're a person. You're still in high school. You're in community college, which there's nothing wrong going to community college. You're in community college or wherever you're at. Right? Investments. You might not have a four hundred one k yet. Investments could be just this subscription that you need to apply for i'm not talking about netflix y'all this uh for subscription that you're going to use whether this is like a real estate course this is a course on um i don't know like a uh, capital venture or whatever this is it is investing in yourself that's a true investment shoot honestly investment this this could literally be a gym membership Cause you're investing yourself. It's something that's going to return. You might not know when this return will be, or at least you can, you know, try to estimate it out, but it's an investment within yourself. And most of the time with investments, they're not just for you, but they're for generations to come. For instance, I invest in uh, a real estate property within these next couple months, right? That's not an investment just for myself. It's not for me just starting real estate. Mm, I got one thing and done. That's personally not what I want. And so I invest in this property. And now since I've invested in this property, I start to gain momentum. And okay, next is a duplex. Next is a single family home. Mm, I want to learn about diver- diversification. Let me take out this life insurance policy within year two of investing in real estate. That's investment. Now, number three, savings. This is ten percent, and this is why I was talk. I remember when I had a little while ago talked about how savings look different for every season. For this season, it could be uh, investing in this this product to do this project more better. Another season, it could be a vacation. I want to go to Italy next year, right? So I save X amount of dollars to have make this vacation come. Right, so for instance let's do some math real quick so for instance right a trip to say if my trip to Italy I get my flight super cheap super cheap I have someone when I get there I can stay at their homestay or this and that super cheap right every single month I'm going to contribute 184 dollars to my savings I'm going to set this money aside to go to Italy say I want to go in I don't want to wait 19 months you know, I'm managing my finances right. I really don't want to wait 19 months and God willing, COVID is over. Just I can leave the country and say I go within eight months, right? So I'm speeding up the timeline. And if I'm speeding up the timeline, I have to save more money. So. I have to save $437.50. So let's just round this up to $438. I have to save $438 every single month these next couple months because I know I want to go to Italy within these months. That's savings. Monthly. Boom. Just broke it down like that. When we see people who do all these huge things within life, I'm not talking about uh, Instagram famous people, but their life is different. I'm talking about true like wealthy people or whoever, right? You see these people who do all these big things, most likely they're saved up for it or they were planning it. I mean, some things you do spontaneous, but most of the time you, you know, just save up for it. And then this leads to the final point is my lifestyle, 10%. This looks different for every single person. Let me repeat this five times. This looks different for every single person. This looks different for every single person. This looks different for every single person. person. This looks different for every single person. This looks different for every single person. I had to repeat it because let's not be judgmental, right? Oh, uh, My lifestyle looks like this. This person needs to look like this. Or my wedding ring looks like this. So everybody's wedding, wedding ring should look like this. My kids go to private school, so everyone should put their kids in private school if they're being a good steward. God, if God places different desi- da- desires in every single person, he makes every single person within his image. Why would we as people expect for our lifestyles to be exactly what someone else's lifestyle should be? Mm come on now when I say this right back to 18 and uh like when he this man was being greedy that's not what I'm saying I'm not saying being greedy um don't give or whatever that's not that shouldn't be a part of your lifestyle if you're being a good steward that's not a part of your lifestyle well what I'm saying is uh, an abundance of possessions and everything right uh within like earlier up for one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions it doesn't it's not consistent abundance of his possessions it's not so, lifestyle is going to look different for every person. Yeah, for me personally, life my lifestyle could consist of uh, I want to go hiking this amount of month. It's uh, this amount of time of month, so I'm going to save up gas money for that, right? Or mm, I want to have people over at my house, so I'm going to save with the finances. You know, because like I remember um, when I went to Spain. Like, I had, just the way of hosting people just really, it just really changed my perspective with a lot of things, but also, like, having people at your house, like, mm like, foreign, foreign culture is different, like, culture outside of America is different, it's like, you do not leave somebody's house, like, hungry, you do not do that, and so that's something a principle that I want to instill within my house, like, you're not leaving this house hungry, even if I can just only feed you chips and salsa, you're not leaving my house hungry, and it reminds me of Kingdom of God too. Like he doesn't leave us hungry. And so, uh yeah, that's my that's my lifestyle. And so it could be that or I don't and now this looks like I was saying, this looks different We're putting a person on a person. But I go out to eat, uh, I'm, I'm, I wanna get what I want. Like, I wanna get what I want. And so that's both within my lifestyle. But I don't go out to eat every single weekend. Like, I don't. Uh, and then movies, bars, I don't do that, um, peripheral, for for honestly. But realize lifestyle looks different. So me, I don't pay for Netflix, I don't wanna play for Hulu, I don't watch T V. So why would I have T V as a bill within my lifestyle? But also my lifestyle isn't selfish, so if I have to go and drive to go see a friend or this and that Okay, well, then I'll save up for it. And then when I get there, I can hang out and we can do all activities together. So, yeah, be a good steward over everything. Just follow this formula for your finances. I'll repeat it one more time. Fixed costs, this is bills and everything, is 65%. Investments, this looks different. Um, Whether it's 401k your Roth or this and that, that's 15%. Savings is 10%. You're saving up for that wedding dress or you're saving up for that dream wedding in Tahiti. Okay, that's 10%. And now... Oh, I forget. Oh, don't forget emergency savings within that. Yeah, don't forget emergency savings. I forgot to mention that. Don't forget emergency savings. Do not forget emergency savings. And then my, which should at least be three to six months of your of if if you got laid off or some or something happened within for because you live off your emergency savings for three to six months of your life. Make sure you add that in. And then lastly is my lifestyle, which is ten percent. All right, got it. So. Don't be greedy. God calls you to be a steward. Do it because he calls all of us to be steward of his time and his finances and everything. So I love y'all and I'll see y'all next week. Bye bye.